What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports, or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, am always your host, Phoenix Higus, and everybody, welcome back. I hope you guys have had an amazing week so far, and it feels like deja vu, because we're talking about the same things today. Let's get it. So yes, as I said, it feels like a little bit of deja vu because a huge trade in the NFL has just gone down and March Madness continues to go on. Now, starting off in the NFL. A trade that was maybe speculated during the beginning of the offseason, but I didn't really think would ever happen, was Tyreek Hill has officially been traded from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins for a first-round pick, a second-round pick, two-fourths, and a six-round pick. Now, I personally believe that Tyreek Hill is a top-five wide receiver in the NFL. So now, that guy's going to the Dolphins, and honestly, I think the Dolphins got a steal here. Because... In my opinion, if you're going to give away a top five player at their position, especially such an important position as wide receiver, you got to have to give up more. I don't know. I just feel like Kansas City lost a lot, although I do know that part of the trade was to create cap space for them as well because they are a little bit over the hard cap. But I personally like the trade a lot for Miami. Not a big fan of it for Kansas City. The only question is, Miami has the weapons now. They have great receivers, they have adequate running backs, and they have a good O-line with a great tight end. Can Tua get them the ball? I think that's the big question that everybody wants to see. Can Tua be as good as his weapons? Keenan Allen then went out and said that there's going to be a lot of exposure on the Chiefs team, and I personally think there's going to be too. Now, I'm not saying that I think Patrick Mahomes is not a good quarterback or Travis Kelsey was getting open looks because Tyreek Hill is on the team, but I do think he made them look better than they actually are. I do think they're both still great, but maybe not as good as we all think, and maybe we'll see this season. But in my personal opinion, what this means is Kansas City is probably my least favorite team to win their division this year, outside of maybe Denver. I think I like Kansas City more than Denver, but I think Las Vegas has gotten extremely better with adding Devontae Adams, so their wide receiving core is amazing. The Chargers have obviously gotten better this offseason because they've added JC Jackson and Khalil Mack to a defense that was kind of lackluster this last season. And the Broncos, they added Russell Wilson, but I think they traded away a lot of pieces that kind of helped their team. I just personally don't think the Broncos have the foundation of a win-now team. Now their team is young and will most likely make big runs in the future. But for right now, I don't see them competing for the top of the division. With the Chiefs, I feel like they've kind of gone down. Now their wide receiver court consists of McCole Hardman. uh, I think his name is Marquez. Vandal Scalding and Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, compared to what it was not that long ago with Byron Pangle, McCole Hardman, Tyreek Hill, 
And on top of that, with both cores, you have Travis Kelsey. It's just a big change, I think, for Kansas City. And um, this will prove if Mahomes just had good receivers. Because Travis Kelsey will now most definitely be receiving all of the double teams. Then you got to wonder if Juju or McCole Hardman or some receiver on that team is able to produce in a one-on-one -on -one matchup. That's truly what it's going to come down to for the Chiefs. Or Patrick Mahomes is as good as we've all known him to be. And he will make darts towards people no matter how open they are or how covered they are. But other than that, the only other big trade that has happened in the NFL world is Matt Ryan going to the Colts. Now, do I think Matt Ryan is better than Carson Wentz? Yes, absolutely. But the Colts were not even a playoff team. Now, they were one game away and all they needed to do was beat the Jaguars. But I personally don't think getting Matt Ryan makes them a Super Bowl contender in any way. I like the Colts team. I think they will definitely compete in their division because they are in the weakest division in the AFC. But I personally feel like they're not Super Bowl contenders. If they do make it, it'll most likely be as a division winner. I think there's just too much talent in the AFC this year to make it as a wildcard team with the roster that they have right now. But enough about the NFL. Let's get into the sport everybody is listening to right now, and that is March Madness. Now, at the time I'm recording this, it is Thursday morning, so none of the Sweet 16 games have happened. And I'm going to go ahead and predict all of them. I'm going to take the Sweet 16 and just go on from that and see how I do. And we'll talk about it on Tuesday when we come back and see how well I did. So, starting off with the first game of the Sweet 16, we have number four seeded Arkansas versus number one seeded Gonzaga. Now, I talked about this last episode that I think Arkansas, outside of a Final Four matchup and a national championship, is probably the best chance to defeat Gonzaga. And I talked about last episode, I think Arkansas has proved themselves as a true competitor in this tournament. And you know what? Typically, the number one overall seed does not win the tournament. And I think their run stops here. I'm making my upset of the round, I guess, upset of the round. Arkansas is going to go on to beat Gonzaga. Now, the next game we got up is between one of the Cinderella's of March Madness, number 11, Michigan, versus number two, Villanova. And I think a Cinderella run is going to end here. I like Michigan. They've obviously proved me wrong this entire tournament. They have a lot of heart in them, but I think they finally met their match in terms of a talented team. I like Villanova. I know I said this about Tennessee when Michigan was going up against them. But I do like Villanova. I think if predictions go my way, they have a pretty easy chance of making it to the Final Four. So I'm going to go Villanova. I think they handle it pretty well. Uh, but, you know, all of these games should be close in some sense. Or else, maybe some teams just weren't meant to be here. 
The third game of the first night is happening between Texas Tech and Duke. Now, as much as I like Texas Tech's team, and they have amazing defense, the storyline will overpower them. This is Coach K's last year, and based off my predictions, if Arkansas goes on to beat Gonzaga, it's looking like it might happen. It might look like Coach K is going on to win another national championship, because I have them beating Texas Tech. And I think this is going to be a great game. It's going to come down to the last couple minutes. But Duke's going to pull it out because they have this storyline on their side. And I do think they are a better team than Texas Tech. I think even if there wasn't a story, I would probably go with Duke in this situation. Now the final game of the first night is between number five seeded Houston and number one Arizona. Now Houston just handled Illinois very, very easily. Well, Arizona as a one seed had to pull out a miracle to beat number nine seeded TCU in an overtime thriller, which I said was my game of the round, I guess. It was my favorite game that I watched during the round of 32. Now for that reasoning, I am kind of leaning towards Houston. And the only reason this is not my upset of the round is because I think Gonzaga is better than Arizona talent-wise. Uh, so I think Arkansas beating them will be huge. But I do think this is another big upset right here. Houston has just handled their game so easily. I think Houston is a top five team, honestly, when they're playing at their best. And Arizona is too, without a doubt. But... Houston has just gone through this tournament way too easily to stop at a team like Arizona. Now, I think this is the first game where Houston has some trouble uh, dealing with their opponent, but I do think they pull out a win. Now, after that against Villanova, I don't know. I think that might be where they stop, but I do have them beating Arizona, and I think that's not crazy to say. I think they've just been playing way too well. Moving into the second day of games, I just don't think this is going to be as entertaining as the first day. The first matchup you have is between 15 seeded St. Peter's versus number three Purdue. And I'm sorry, this is where I got to end it. I got to end the run here. Purdue, please beat the crap out of St. Peter's. Put them in their place. Tell them that they don't belong here. Purdue, please pull this off. I cannot deal with another. I cannot deal with another single day of of saint peter memes so please i know it's national peacock day but please just just win so i have purdue winning as i said even though saint peter's has gone on a very magical run i got purdue winning this game and they're moving on the second game of the day is between number four seeded providence and number one seeded kansas now Providence has played really well so far in the tournament, and so has Kansas. Kansas has played great. Kansas had a little bit of trouble with Creighton. Providence did not have any problems with Richmond. Now, given Richmond was a higher seed, but they did beat Iowa, it kind of brings up a matchup of like Houston and Arizona, where the number one seed has had some troubles so far in the tournament. The number four, and in Houston's case, the number five seed, have been able to handle their opponents very soundly. But I think I'm going to go the other way on this one. I like Kansas. 
They're the only one seed left in the tournament, according to my predictions. Uh, and I think that's how it's going to turn out. The third game of the night between North Carolina and UCLA. Now, North Carolina is a very scary eight seed. I think they could just as easily been a top three seed in this tournament. And it's hard because I like UCLA. I had UCLA going to my Elite Eight in my original predictions. I think they have a great team. Ju Sang is one of the best players in March Madness right now. And you know what? I'm not going to stray away from my pick. I got UCLA winning this game. North Carolina could easily win this game, and I won't be surprised if they do. But I'm going to go with UCLA. I like picking no upsets in this round. I think this is... I think this is the day of games where the favorites actually pull it off. But speaking of favorites, neither of these teams are supposed to be here for the final game of Sweet 16, and that is number 11 seeded Iowa State versus number 10 seeded Miami. And I said in last episode, I like Miami. I think they're a very fun team to watch. And I said if they went on to play Iowa State in the next round, that they had a very easy road to make it and i think they're going to the elite eight iowa state has had a great run but only one cinderella can make it to the next round and i'm going with miami i there like i said they're just fun to watch i think they've gotten a little lucky with some of their matchups especially this one and i think they move on to the elite eight with my predictions to play kansas so that being said, I come down to my predictions for the Elite 8. If I come with just a clean slate going into the Sweet 16, my Elite 8. So I got so I got Arkansas playing Duke, Villanova playing Houston, Purdue playing UCLA, and Miami playing Kansas. Now starting off with that first game I said Arkansas versus Duke. Even though I just talked about how Arkansas is one of the most competitive teams in here and could shock a lot of people, I did also talk about how Duke has a storyline. Because Coach K needs to win. He needs to win this tournament. And I think he moves on to the Final Four. Duke is, is a good team anyways. I think talent-wise, they actually should beat Arkansas. But I like them to win this game. I see a world where Arkansas can win as... You probably should by the Elite Eight see the possibility of the other team winning. But I like Duke. I think they beat Arkansas to move on to the Final Four. Then we have Villanova versus Houston. And I talked about I like Villanova. I think they could very much make the Final Four. But before I said that about them, I hadn't mentioned how dominant Houston has been up to the Sweet 16 in this tournament. And you know what? I like them. I like them to win this game, and I like them to make the Final Four. I'm going with Houston. Houston's making the Final Four, but who will they play? That is the question, according to my predictions, between Kansas and Miami. A 10 seed versus a 1 seed. Not very common, but one of them will make the Final Four. And you know what? Uh, my, my head is clearly telling me to pick Kansas. But I'm not going to listen to them. Miami has just been so fun to watch and all their games have been close. I like them. I like Miami to win this game. I think they beat Kansas and they move on to the Final Four. It's crazy. I don't know. 
Miami just I they've become a favorite of mine to watch so far during this tournament uh, and because none of the teams that I technically root for in the NCAA are in it anymore I think Miami is the team that I'm rolling with that I like to watch now knowing that they'll probably lose their sweet 16 game now because any team I root for loses immediately but I like Miami to be Kansas and that's going to be my upset of that round if it happens. And the final game, according to my predictions, will be UCLA versus Purdue. And Purdue is a dangerous team. They are the highest seed left in their region. But there's just something about UCLA. They had the magical run last year, I think as an 11th seed or a 12th seed, one of the two. And I just like them to win this game. I had UCLA in my Elite Eight. I had them losing to Kentucky. So as soon as Kentucky was out, they were my pick to make it to the Final Four out of that region. And I'm going to stick with it. I got UCLA beating Purdue in the Elite Eight based on my predictions. Moving us to the Final Four, I got Duke versus UCLA. And I like UCLA. But what have I been saying this whole episode? Duke's got to win this game. Duke, Duke is the is the true Cinderella, is the true fairy tale of this story, and we all just haven't been seeing it. But I got I got Duke moving to the national championship now that, according to my predictions, Gonzaga is out. If Gonzaga stays in, I probably have them making it to the national championship. But if my predictions are correct, I got Duke making it and beating out UCLA. Then we have... The final game of the Final Four, the second one between Miami, Florida, according to my predictions, and Houston. Now, now to dive deep into my predictions, I think Houston continues to dominate throughout this tournament in their Sweet 16 and Elite 8 matchup. And now they meet the Cinderella of the bracket in Miami. And Cinderella's usually only make it to the Elite 8. But this one is going to make it to the final four and stop. I know it hurts me to say, but I got Houston. I don't know. They've just been way too good so far up into this tournament after their first two games. And I think they can be one of the best teams in the country. And I have them beating Miami and it hurts me. It hurts my soul. But I got Houston and Duke duking it out in the national championship and the end of the storyline is here because i got houston i got houston winning it all and i'm be honest i don't even really like the city of houston i think uh weather wise i'm not like talking to the people uh but it is a muggy place to be and i think they're gonna be uh even hotter when houston University of Houston goes on to win the national championship according to my predictions and that's it that's my bracket right there if I could start with a clean slate right here on the sweet 16 then that's what I would do I would have Houston winning it against Duke I would have Miami making it to the final four just some of the crazy stuff that I got going on in my bracket but let me know what you guys think who's making the final four Who's going to win the entire thing if you could start right now with a clean slate? 
Who do you got? And I'm very excited to see the rest of these matchups because this is when it starts to get good. This is when the games start to get really competitive. And if you're wondering, because I haven't brought it up, yes, I am still in first in my work pool. And I plan to win the entire thing. You know me, but you don't really know me. <laughs> but with that, that is all the time we have for today's episode. I really do hope you guys enjoy and I can't wait because the season finale is creeping up on us and it should be coming right when the end of these games begin. So I will see you guys on Tuesday and I will see you guys on the flippity flip. Get out of here.